Thank you for coming to today's podcast. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence followed by the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Welcome to today's podcast. My name is Fernando. I am an alcoholic. Today, July 28th, we'll be going over our favorite books, Daily Reflections, and uh, Proverbs chapter 28. Let's go ahead and and, uh, get started. Those who still suffer. Let us resist the proud assumption that since God has enabled us to do well in one area, we are destined to be a channel of saving grace for everybody. AA Comes of Age, page 232. Again, let us resist the proud assumption. In other words, us getting too much on our plate by saying yes to this, yes to that. Um, Yes, I can pick up the kids. I can run here, run there. And remember, the whole family is in chaos. Someone has to concentrate and focus on the program to get everybody in line. And emergency here, emergency there, party here, movement there. Um, what we need, to, what I needed to do was buckle down and get the program or no one else was going to have life. Hear me on this. Let us resist the proud assumption that I can be everything to everybody. That since God has enabled me to do well in this one area, that I am destined to be a helper of saving grace for everybody. AA comes of age, page 232. AA groups exist to help alcoholics achieve sobriety, large or small, firmly established, or brand new speakers, discussion, or study. Each group has but one reason for being there, to carry the message to the still-suffering alcoholic. The group exists so that the alcoholic can find a new way of life, a life abundant in happiness, joy, and freedom. To recover, most alcoholics need the support of a group, or of other alcoholics who share their experience, strength, and hope. They must, thus my sobriety and our program's survival depend on my determination to put first things first. Plenty of rest, plenty of, of ability, availability to be at the meeting and to, uh, and to have enjoyment. We had years and years and years of destruction of no program. Now we got a program. Now it's making strides and moving forward. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and move on forward. I'm Fernando, an alcoholic. Let's go ahead and read what King Solomon says on Proverbs 28, talking about... Now, this stuff is true because I experienced this. That's why I can say my experience says that this is truth. On Proverbs 1, the the Passion Translation, excuse me, verse 1, it says, Guilty criminals experience paranoia, even though no one threatens them. But the innocent lovers of God, the innocent seekers of God, because of righteousness, will have the boldness of a young, ferocious lion. Amen. Remember when we get paranoid, couldn't even walk across the street? And always shutting the blinds, turning off the lights. That's paranoia. That's a life without a God of our understanding. 
So as we seek God, and that's the beautiful thing about AA, that the fruit of joy, peace, and freedom is the fruit of seeking God. Nothing else. We go in with a prayer. We come out with a prayer. We're going to talk about God. And we're more focused than the churches down the street. In my opinion, in my experience. And I was down the street. Verse 2. A rebellious nation is thrown into chaos. But leaders anointed with wisdom will restore law and order. With a pauper oppresses the destitute. In other words, when a poor person oppresses another poor person, it's like a flash of flood that sweeps away their last hope. Can you imagine their last hope? My goodness. Those who turn their back on, on what they know is right will no longer be able to tell right from wrong. But those who love the truth strengthen their souls. Amen. There's a when there's a violation, the truth has to be acknowledged. You know, and sometimes and not, it isn't too popular. I don't know. But one of the, the areas is is getting strong in oneself to speak up for the truth. N- not in an argument way, just the facts and the truth. Justice never makes sense to men devoted to darkness, but those tenderly devoted to the Lord can understand justice perfectly. Justice doesn't make sense to men devoted to darkness, but those tenderly devoted to the Lord can understand justice perfectly. It's more respectable to be poor and pure than rich and perverse. To be obedient to what you've been taught proves you're an honorable child. So to socialize with the lawless brings shame to your parents. Be obedient to what we've been taught from right and wrong. Go ahead and get rich on the back of the poor, but all the wealth you gather will one day be given to those who are kind to the needy. Amen. If you close your heart and refuse to listen to God's instruction... Even your prayer will be despised. Those who tempt the lovers of God with evil scheme will fall into their own traps. But the innocent who resists temptation will experience reward. Amen. Those who tempt the the seekers of God with an evil scheme will fall into their own traps. But the innocent who resists temptation will experience reward. There's a reward when somebody comes and tells you, hey, let's go listen to jazz at the place. We won't drink. Okay, that's temptation right there. And you say, no, no, thank you. Uh, you know, I, I do that. I'm going to end up in Florida, another state. I don't know. So let's see if they, they'll fall into their own traps. But I want to experience reward. I want to experience reward. The wealthy in their conceit presume to be wise, but a poor poor person will discern. Discernment can see right through them. The wealthy in their own conceit presume to be wise, 
but a poor person with discernment can see right through them. Amen. The triumphant joy of God's lovers, excuse me, the triumphant joy of God's seekers releases great glory. But when the wicked rise to power, everyone goes into hiding. If you cover up your sins, you'll never do well. But if you confess your sins and forsake them, you will be kissed by mercy. Amen. We admit it. Overjoy is the one who with tender hearts tremble before God. But the stubborn, unyielding heart will experience even greater evil. Rootless rulers can only be compared to raging lions and roaming bears. Abusive leaders fail to employ wisdom, but leaders who despise corruption will enjoy a long and full life. A murderer's conscience will torment him, a fugitive haunted by guilt all the way to the grave, with no one to support him. The pure will be rescued from failure, but the perverse will suddenly fall into ruin. Work hard and you'll have all your desire, but chase a fantasy and you could end up with nothing. Life blessings drench the honest and faithful person, but punishment rains down upon the greedy and dishonest. Life blessings drench the honest and faithful person. Woohoo! Giving favoritism to the rich and powerful is disgusting, and this is one. This is done by the type of judge who would betray a man for a bribe. A greedy man is in a race to get rich, but he gets, he forgets that he could lose what's more important and end up with nothing. If you correct someone with constructive criticism, in the end he will appreciate it more than flattery. A person who rejects his own parents and say, what's wrong with that? It is as bad as a murderer. To make rash, hasty decisions show that you are not trusting the Lord. But when you rely totally on God, <coughs> you will still act carefully and prudently. To make rash, hasty decisions shows that you are not trusting the Lord. But when you rely totally on God, you will still act carefully and prudently. Folks, it's up to us to figure out what God is doing or what is, what is he urging us to do. It is up to us to find out the hunches and the way God speaks to us. A good way to do it is put a little three-by-five card saying, I am easily happily hearing the word of the Lord. I am easily happily hearing God's voice. Let your peripheral vision catch that little phrase up on the wall as you walk back and forth, and it will work. Self-confident know-it-alls will prove to be fools, but when you learn on lean on the wisdom from above, you will have a way to escape the troubles of your own making. A DUI. <laughs> Self-confident know-it-alls will prove to be fools, but when you rely on and ask for the wisdom from above, you will have a way to escape the troubles of your own making. Kind of reminds me when I bought this new pickup truck. I took it to another dealership two weeks later, and they said, 
Uh, we sell those trucks all day long for $5,000 less of what you uh, purchased with it over there. And I had a feeling that I was uh, railroaded because of my credit. So uh, I went to the Lord and I asked him and uh, he gave me a way to escape. About a week later, I took the truck back. They gave me all my money back. They paid for the truck off, made my credit card look good, paid me for my old car. And I was away from making those big old payments. God got me out of that trouble. You know, I escaped from trouble of my own making. <laughs> we thank him and we praise him. We're misfits and he helps us. Okay, because that's the same thing. I thank you, God, I messed up. I thank you, God, I'm a misfit. Over and over again, even in the face of doing the action. If you're racing down the roads, that I thank you, God, I'm a misfit. I thank you, God, I'm messing up. That is wisdom, folks. That is proper wisdom. You're not in denial. You're establishing the truth. 27, you will never go without if you give to the poor. But if you're heartless, stingy, and selfish, you invite curses upon yourself. Whoa. You will never go without, if you give to the poor, but if you're heartless, stingy, and selfish, you invite curses upon yourself. Amen. When wicked leaders rise to power, good people go into hiding. But when they fall from power, the godly take their place. Amen. Amen. I have a letter here I wanted to read. It's uh, Marilyn Carrada is the guy who wrote the book, Prison of Praise, and other books. They have 19 million, these kind of articles in print. And his books have been made in over 16 languages. This letter he sent me, um, it says, Have you ever thought I don't like them? Now remember the title of this is Don't Let People Upset You. Have you ever thought I don't like them? Who were you thinking about? A neighbor, a relative, a person in the church? Are there certain people who get under your skin and make you want to run when you see them coming? Yes, sometimes there are people that, that to us are unlikable. They irritate us. Actually, they can do more to us than just irritate us. Are we responding normally when people give us unpleasant feelings? Normal, yes, normal. But it's being normal what is best for us? No, it's just the opposite. If we don't understand what is happening to us, our reactions can do all kinds of things that are harmful to our health and destructive to our happiness. Most of the time, we can just go on with the flow and not be too upset with the other people, what they do. But if we should be seriously ill, one of the first things a doctor might tell our family is, don't let anyone upset them. It could be very dangerous to them. Our health can always be affected by our reactions to others. But if we are reasonably healthy, we may not realize what is happening when someone upsets us. Among other things, our reaction can control our heartbeat. We may not realize it, but our heart can react quite unfavorably when we permit others to upset us. If we are affected over and over by people, our hearts have a difficult time in keeping up with the, all that is going on. Many of our organs receive the same message. 
We're upset. The stomach can quickly fill with acid and other unfavorable things happen throughout the body. Why do all these adverse things happen? It is because God designed us to be at peace. If we have years of inner turmoil, we can eventually suffer serious damage to important parts of our body. But usually we just feel bad and don't even know why. Jesus knew how to deal with other people in ways that kept him from being upset. I believe he held his strength in reserve so he would have power to help others. His disciples found it difficult to learn how to react to people as Jesus did. But eventually they understood. Paul's personality initially caused him to be so upset with people that he wanted to have them executed. Later, he learned to have complete different feelings towards people who hated him and wanted to have, have him executed. He wrote, God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. Romans 5.5 5. As we practice learning to have the mind of Christ, we will be able to use people's irritating ways to work good in us. Joseph's brothers had sold him into slavery. Now that was, that was something that Joseph could have been regularly upset about, but he had learned something from God. So when he had the power to have his brothers executed, instead of being upset with them, he said to them, as far as I am concerned, God turned into good what you meant for evil. Genesis fifty twenty. Remember Joseph when he said, As far as I am concerned, God has turned it into good that you meant for evil. Okay, well, let's go ahead and say it with me. Say, As far as I am, I am concerned, God has turned it into good, even though you meant it for evil. Genesis fifty twenty. Okay, one more time, please. As far as I am concerned, God turned it turned into good what you meant for evil. God turned into good what you meant for evil. God will do the same thing for you and me. Others may want to cause us all kinds of irritable feelings, but we can just do that what Joseph did. We believe God has used what his brothers did to work much good. His heart did not become upset. To the contrary, he trusts God and his brother's actions work for his good and even for their good. You and I can learn to do the same thing today. Amen. And one of the areas that we do it, we do it by really singing songs. If you're not too much of a Christian and you don't sing Christian songs, sing happy, positive songs and just keep thanking God and praising him that you can sing to him thanking him and singing scripture to God and staying happy, especially praising him. Remember, God can give you much more than that. Instead of trying to give you the irritation, you thank God. We, we know it's not fair. Says, thank you, God, it's not fair. I thank you that I see the truth in this situation. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. Let's go ahead and pray out, please. I encourage you to uh, praise him and thank him and worship him because there's stuff coming in the future and we'll be ready. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. God bless you. Thank you for coming to today's podcast. I'm Fernando. I am an alcoholic. The subject is how to stop worrying. Well, for me, worry is just a constant uh, fate reversal. It's really where we got out of hand. Instead of using faith and love to project into the future, we're projecting worry and fear into the past. So what I have to do is to switch over into the future that God is in charge. Yes, God. We're going to talk about God. That God is in charge. He is the Father. We are His children. We are His agents. And all we're doing is transmitting what works, encouraging others, making a decision to thank God for your worry just the way it is. Making a decision to determine to lean forward into the future Thanking God what may be. One of the areas that I do it, I feel the hopper up, is by reading and listening to First uh, John 1 through 5 in the Bible and reading John 14, 15, and 16. Another way that I do it to look into the future, I take a walk and I start counting my toes and I start going through the anatomy of thanking God that I'm not sick. Thanking God I can move my muscles. Thank you, God. And I remember the time when I was laid up from a sprained ankle or in that area. Thanking God in the morning, taking fresh air for the lungs and so forth, eyes, and and thanking God for everything that is working and even what's not working, what's ailing. This process... Will open up a whole new atmosphere of gratitude all day long. Thanksgiving and gratitude and a good attitude. That's the start. Thanking God into the future. Expectancy. The other part is is making yourself happy. Singing, praising God, thanking God, singing songs. Even uh, regular songs, listening to music. uh, Cleaning your place up. And thanking God, cleaning yourself up. And remember, whatever we talk about will come about. Whatever we talk about will come about. A gratitude list, making and writing a gratitude list is more powerful than just keeping it in our heads. Thanking God for the basics that we have. Thanking God. You know, for some reason or another, because of all the trauma that... and drinking and brawling and all that stuff, drugs and alcohol, have left us open, our souls are open to uh, continue and be worried. So we need to close, it's our responsibility to close that gap, close that hole on a continual basis. Staying together as a group, thanking God for it, and doing the basics. Plenty of water, exercise, Thanksgiving, Good at reading good information. Sometimes our pea brains are suffering from lack of nutrition. It doesn't have anything new to construct for the future for 
imagining and constructing future situations. So the idea is preparation. Prepare and act like there's a great future coming. Prepare and act like you're going on vacation and you've got to be fit. You have to have everything in place. Shine it up. Prepare and act like there's visitors coming this weekend. You got to start putting everything together by Tuesday and Thursday. Maintenance. Act as if. Act as if. Think, think, think. One of the other things that will, that will give you peace is reading the Wall Street Journal, Reader's Digest. Good, thoughtful individuals that have put a lot of good things down. Reading the, the Gospels, of course. You knew I was going to say that. And generally, just making a choice and a commitment to thank God for the stress. If you thank God for the stress, you'll destroy it. You're actually going into the future. God is in the future, is in the now. You thank him for the situation, you start to to tear apart the worry and get into the habit of uh, love, which you're thanking God. We are opening the window to love. May God bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, empower you to react in the in the spirit of enthusiasm in the right way and be a witnessing of his shining light. Remember, with God, all things are possible. Amen. Give him heaven, family. God bless you.